Hello, this is Chelsea. And Ryan. And this is what dreams are made of. really intense notes because I really like this episode and I wanted to but, but I will say watching it in full like detail like really paying attention to everything in 2021 some things are hard to stomach yeah I only watched a couple minutes <laughs> while I was actually just looking at my phone yeah. kind of like sh- let my eyes drift up there and I was like oh no Mm-hmm. Oh no! Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we'll get there. So, is the is the name of this episode "How to Get a Teenage Stalker"? No, no, it's actually called "Scarlet Larry." Pretty close. That was pretty close. Uh, first, I want to say thanks to the people that told me nice things, gave me good, like you know, about the birth birth story episode. Um, had a few people tell me nice things and say that they like that a lot so yeah that made me happy made it feel worth it to do that um mix it up a little bit and it was special to me and i was i was getting really insecure about being pretty like open and honest about uh my experience and our experience and anyways it just felt like no it's okay this is it's okay for me to say you know how i felt and what happened and yeah hopefully maybe there's someone out there where it's maybe kind of helpful so speaking of lizzie mcguire and then birth stories hillary duff had her third baby in the last like month or so Hmm. and she told her birth story on some podcast i need to go listen to that she had a home birth for the last one um i don't know if actually if she had a home birth for the other one too but wait what she already told this birth story yeah. and it was only a month ago well i don't know it might it's it might have been a month or two within the last like i don't think it's been more than two months but yeah she's hmm. already uh she Brutal already shared noodle. that story um but yeah i love hillary duff she's awesome and so yeah okay anyway um all right so we are opening in PE class. Some Western music is playing. Um, Coach Kelly is telling the girls to get in the center with a right hand star. And so they're all like going, yeah, putting their hands in the center and kind of walking in circles, I guess. And then Lizzie says, This is so unfair. How come Kate gets to dance with my potential boyfriend, Ethan? <laughs> and Miranda says, because she asked him you could have <laughs> and then lizzie said lizzie says yeah but then i'd have to get the nerve to talk to him <laughs> and miranda rolls her eyes i actually love how this whole scene plays out as far as how they film this it's actually pretty awesome basically the whole time different people are kind of talking to each other but the rest of the group is like you're supposed to believe that they can't hear anything that the other people even though they're all in a circle like the whole time like dancing and i don't know i just kind of think it's funny how they played it out but anyway that's like most tv shows there's all these private conversations that are like (laughs) not whispered (laughs) you you know know that anyone can hear 
Uh, but th- this one, they take it to the next level. Like, they're literally almost, like, shouting because she's, like, trying to, like, holler at Miranda and we're supposed to believe that no one else is here. But I don't know. I kind of like the way they do it. Anyway, so Coach Kelly keeps hollering, like, the next moves, whatever. So the group is kind of walking in a circle up, like, passing each other, like the boys and girls. So Kate yells to Lizzie, you know, somebody has a crush on you. And then she's like, oh, the things you learn in co-ed gym. And then inner Lizzie is excitedly bouncing around and doing like a bunch of like flips. And she says, a crush on me? I'm the crushy, not the crusher. And then Lizzie tells Miranda, someone has a, you know, or she says someone has a crush on, or she, sorry. Lizzie tells Miranda someone has a crush on her. Um, while they're passing each other in the circle, Miranda asks who Lizzie says to give her a sec. And again, it's like as if Miranda didn't hear Kate saying any of this. <laughs> okay, so then Lizzie to Kate says, name please. Isn't this whole thing kind of passive aggressive? Like what? Roll, what do you mean? Rolling up on someone and being like, somebody has a crush on you. You're kind of like holding them hostage with that info. Well, yeah, but Kate did that on purpose because she's an asshole. Yeah. Well, yeah, we know that about Kate, though. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, non-Kates do that. I think it's actually lame. Yeah. You know, like, we give non-Kates a pass on that, but I think it's actually pretty lame. I feel like if people say that, they usually follow up pretty quickly if they know who. Yeah, I don't think that's really the point. It's more like uh, somebody showing up and all of a sudden being like, I know your business or I know secrets regarding you. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. You know, there's just something kind of gross about it. And it makes perfect sense for Kate to do it because Kate's gross. But (laughs) I also think uh, maybe in general it's probably gross. Yeah. You trying to call out some people right now or something? Yeah. Everybody from (laughs) the third grade that uh, did that to me. Yeah, okay. Um, You're called out. So Lizzie to Kate, yeah, like I said, says, name, please. And then Kate says, oh, I can't tell. That would be gossiping. And that's wrong, Lizzie. <laughs> so see, Kate's just kind of owning that she's doing this, you know, has no problem doing this. Man, I'm like a psychic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then Lizzie tells Miranda, like, Kate won't tell. Obviously, Miranda's mad about, about this. So now the group is all in a close circle now with their all their hands in the air walking around. So Miranda starts speculating who it can be. She throws out some guy's name who's like apparently some sort of athlete. Blah, blah, blah. Then Gordo says, I heard you have a gentleman caller. And Lizzie says, whose name is? And then Gordo says he doesn't know, but he makes a guess too. And he says maybe it's Winston, the transfer from... Molly, I think he's Molly or I honestly I couldn't hear him. Um, and I tried to understand it, like re- rewind it, but I couldn't. And the camera pans to a black man or boy, I'll say he's like 13. <laughs> but, anyways, and then Lizzie says, Ooh, exotic, which cringe because, yeah, not okay, not cool. Um, pretty effed. I kind of think it gets a little worse too because Miranda says something about him not speaking English so Lizzie wouldn't have to worry about saying anything stupid okay yeah so this is where the show is frustrating you know so in that scenario basically Lizzie and this 
foreign child like strictly make out or something like what's the like they're never gonna talk like what's what's the alternate activity yeah yeah that whole little part is dumb and frustrating but yeah anyway so it's a small moment but it's just it's a bummer but anyways so lizzie you know (laughs) this part now we get to funnier stuff uh lizzie hollers maybe it's ethan craft <laughs> and then miranda says that would be a crush return and then kate and then so now all of a sudden kate is in the conversation so like i said it's like obviously everyone can hear everything so then kate's like in what universe lizzie mcguire <laughs> <laughs> and then miranda says then who and then right then, the camera turns to Larry Tudgman. He waves and says, hi, Lizzie. Everyone shocked, and this music plays like horror music. Like, dun, 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 dun. like I don't know how to do it. And everyone looks disgusted. Kate is laughing. Um, oh, Tudge. I know. And then inner Lizzie's like, Larry Tudgman? She says, nerd, nerd times pie? Or I don't know what the hell she says. Again, where I couldn't hear nerd times pi yeah nerd times 3.14 yeah so that's what i was like is that what she meant i don't know probably yeah okay and then coach kelly says now all in the center with a great big yell and they all go and that's the end of that scene opening credits so are you impressed that i know the first three digits (laughs) of pi (laughs) yeah we have friends that got married on like pi day because of they're both into math mm-hmm. so i kind of know that just from that so you're not that special for knowing that pretty sick huh <laughs> okay so i believe this is yeah the same day they're at the lockers so lizzie to i mean like the hallway lockers so lizzie to gordon miranda she's saying larry tudgman my first crusher Ugh, unfair i do trig math at work you know um pi comes up it's in my calculator yeah and then you know lizzie comments how he hasn't changed his his shirt since second grade good old tudge so that kid had a big ass shirt in the second grade (laughs) it's just fucking huge (laughs) just kept rocking it forever gosh stop (laughs) can you imagine little itty bitty second grade tudge with that green <laughs> collar kind of shirt like past his knees mm-hmm. okay so gordos tells her to relax it's just a crush she's a, he says you know he's not going to do anything miranda agrees and points out how they've had cr- crushes on ethan and have never done anything about it and lizzie says i guess when you put it like that then she says something like looks like the crush has been crushed and then in that moment, Larry stops them in the hall and he asks to talk to Li- Lizzie. He pulls her aside and then asks her if she'd like to go on a date Sunday afternoon. Lizzie stammers, saying she has a thing so she can't. Uh, tells him thanks for asking, though. He looks kind of sad and says that's too bad and he walks away. Inner Lizzie says, I don't feel guilty. Then she stomps on the ground and it cracks and breaks. She's like, all right, I feel guilty. And then she falls through the hole that she stomped in the ground. Um, this episode's going somewhere real bad. Yeah. So now we're at home. Okay, so B story happens. 
Do you pay attention to the B story at all? It's kind of a lot of B story this episode. Soapbox Derby yeah. racer. Yeah, shit's fucking stupid. <laughs> and in the end, Mr. McGuire rides that shit off of a hill. Mm-hmm. Okay, so anyway. So now we're at home. Lizzie asks the mom for her advice while the mom is making food in the kitchen. And the mom's like, Wait, really? You want to talk to me? And inner Lizzie is like crawling through the desert. And she's like, and inner Lizzie says, I'm obviously desperate. <laughs> and then Lizzie says, it's about a boy to the mom. And the mom starts gushing, which is super annoying. The mom starts gushing. She's like, oh, boy trouble. And like saying a bunch of stuff. And then Lizzie starts walking away. And she's like, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> which I love. And the mom says, she's sorry. She's like, I really am, you know tells her to tell her what it is so lizzie says what do you do if a guy you don't like and never will like like in a million years like wants to go out with you and the mom says so but yeah we'll point out this whole conversation is the start of a frustrating <laughs> story here but anyway so the mom says well how do you know you don't like him if you haven't given him a chance Lizzie rolls her eyes and she says, so you mean go out with him? Then inner Lizzie says, that's not the answer I was looking for. So then Lizzie says, okay, let me rephrase the question. What do you do if the guy you don't like is a total geek? You have to agree with me in this case, mom. I can't go out with him. Which that part I was like, eh, okay, your first point was more valid than the second point. You just don't like him. But anyways... Uh, at this point, Matt interrupts to tell the mom the dad is stuck in the, <laughs> the soapbox racer. Which um, I think is actually the wrong name. It's not a soapbox racer because that would be something small. Oh. But anyway, I, I, whatever. It's a little car that's yeah. intended to be. You just like you just sit in it with your legs in you, it. You just go down a hill. Yeah. It's not powered. And when Matt, like, tells her, he's, like, telling her all, you know, rushed, like, mom, mom, you know, she's like, okay, okay, and acts like she cares, and then goes back to talking to Lizzie. And she's like, in that case, you may have to marry him, because that's the McGuire curse. And then Matt is gesturing to the mom to help, the dad hollers from outside, and then again, she says, okay, okay, and doesn't do anything. <laughs> so then Lizzie says, so you mean this is my destiny? then we see a flash of lizzie in a wedding dress walking down the staircase with tudgeman the mom says i don't know maybe one thing i know about boys honey is some of the best ones come in very strange packages and inner lizzie says well then larry tudgeman must be really amazing <laughs> and the mom says i can't tell you what to do about the boy who likes you that you don't like and inner lizzie says yeah but if i don't do the right thing fast forward to the disappointed speech and the mom says i'm just saying um nobody likes to be rejected <laughs> lizzie says i know and the mom says boys are very sensitive creatures especially our kind um and then the dad yells help again from outside the mom remembers to go out to save him um yeah so i'm already gonna address this lame mom move here but but fucking blowing it i know i i i told it like this is the most fucking relatable shit that 
almost throughout the series so far <laughs> like um this is just the story of my life and i'm sure a lot of females lives you know of you know feeling bad for the boy and you just gotta make them feel better and do whatever to make sure like their feelings aren't hurt <laughs> yeah jeez. um i mean so much so that the mom is advising this you know what i mean yeah right um and so it's not like surprising so i can't really be like oh the mom is super effed because that was just the norm honestly it's like at up until the last few years, I feel like that was just kind of the norm, probably, of how people address this stuff. I totally. feel, I feel like now, like they wouldn't have that conversation now, um, especially on TV. They would probably change that whole thing. But um, I mean, I'm hoping. <laughs> but yeah, so that's already the start here. Um, it's one of those, it's one of those funny uh, ironies in like a jacked up culture where like classically you know american culture we teach boys to be like tough and impervious to feelings <laughs> you know but mm -hmm. we teach girls to be really sensitive to their feelings and not reject them mm -hmm. you know it's like mm -hmm. total bullshit mm -hmm. it's like be tough or don't you know but you, you can't have it both ways like um you can't be tough and sensitive no, I'm just saying you can't pretend that you're tough and impervious to feelings, but oh. then demand people be sensitive to your feelings. Right, right. You know? Um, and whatever. I'm not saying that, like, people should be, like, by default, you know, just catering to other people's emotions all the time. But it's just stupid, right? It's just one of those things that just makes no sense when you actually talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What I was thinking too, though, I've heard of, you'll hear of this, I think I've heard of this kind of stuff where I've heard of men who basically are like always rejected by, you know, the girls they like or pretty girls or whatever, um, end up doing like really fucked up shit and then they kind of blame it on that. And so that's the thing that's kind of scary about all of it too, though. It's like... Yeah, incels. Yeah. And so it's like... Not only are, do you feel like, oh, maybe I just got to be nice and make sure their feelings are okay, but now I'm the bad guy. This guy goes and murders, like, people because, like, I didn't, you know, go, like, make him feel good and go out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, like, a crazy, like, scary thing, you know? Yeah, it's just, it's it's such a lame patch for what is something, like, that's really messed up, mm -hmm. you know, where it's, like we you know emotionally damage the hell out of our kids mm -hmm. and then just kind of demand that other people like kind of work around it you know right. it's totally that like yeah. yeah let's just make these boys all jacked up you know like simultaneously insecure and really aggressive right um you know and uh you know give them no emotional intelligence and then just demand that everybody else work around it you know, it's like so stupid and such, it's, it's such a bum out. Yeah. Mm hmm. I know. Yeah. Um, okay. So now we're in Lizzie's backyard. It's the same night. So she just had that conversation with her mom. So Lizzie, Gordo, Miranda, they're all sitting together on the couch on the porch. 
Lizzie tells them that she she wouldn't want Ethan Kraft to shine her the way she did to Larry. This part of this line I think is funny though because she says that like oh I wouldn't want Ethan Kraft to do what I did to Larry. But I was thinking like but he would though because he's a guy and he doesn't worry about that shit like <laughs> like and I th- he does do that to her. There's actually an episode in season two where she finally like asks him to like a dance and he tells her no like because he's like we don't have like the like that spark like we don't have chemistry so no he just says what he wants you know and doesn't worry about how she feels about it so anyway i just thought that was funny she's like i wouldn't want ethan craft to do that to me and i'm like yes sister i hear you that's how we all feel but they don't give a fuck about us in that way that we (laughs) we give a fuck you know anyways sorry i'm getting all angry and passionate and where does where does the value for honesty play in here you know it's like how come nobody gives a crap about that in this scenario yeah it's just appease appease yeah what what about just like actually just being honest yeah for sure like and i get it like if you know culturally it's not safe to be honest then people won't be honest right right like and that's just like something where humans in general have to get better but Mm -hmm. it's just funny that it, it doesn't come up anywhere you know, yeah. like how come how come mom doesn't care about being on- Lizzie yeah. being honest? Yeah, see that my thing is like I kind of get the mom saying, "How do you know if you've never given him a chance?" Like in one sense, it's like okay, I can kind of see that Lizzie's kind of being judgmental a little no. bit. No, I can't see that. Yeah. She's known him since say, the that's second true. grade. She, you're right. You're right. She's been in school then this whole time. She would fucking know if she he's, liked him. Yeah, he's not a stranger. Yes, you're totally right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So my thing. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Is like. Yeah, I was just like, if my kid was like, I just don't like him. And, you know, maybe they were expressing, because Lizzie kind of seems bummed in that conversation and she feels bad, you know, about turning him down or whatever. Um, So obviously that's kind of why she approaches the mom. But yeah, so I don't know if like my kid was like, yeah, what would you do? I feel kind of bad. I don't like him, whatever. I'd be like, well want to watch a fun movie and eat popcorn yeah, like i don't, don't know you don't like, like them yeah. fine who cares <laughs> yeah you, you don't like, have to like people it's like he'll probably be over in a week because it's middle school and yeah <laughs> like okay anyways and actually Tudgeman is a really nice dude yes yes and, and he was already respectful about the whole thing yes you yes. know so it's like why fuck around with this whole right. thing? Right. I, I think that's the thing, too. I was like, you already said no, and it was fine. Like, it was done. Yeah, there's zero incentive. Yeah. But I get it. She was feeling bad because that's how she was probably, like, brought up. We're all, like, as females, like, as I can say this, I was straight up raised to feel bad, you know, for the boy. Like, that's just yeah, how you... So she felt bad. And I remember watching that, that episode as a kid and me feeling bad for Tudgeman and thinking, like... Lizzie was right to do all the stuff that she does the rest of the episode because that's how I felt like about all that um too you know and you feel bad for the underdog and you feel bad for the like the nice boy that girls are probably mean to or like other girls you know what I mean so you get this stuff in your head where you're like well anyways so blah 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 okay so like I said Lizzie tells them she wouldn't want to she wouldn't want Ethan Kraft to shine her the way she did it. Larry, Gordo tells her that's the that's righteous thinking. Miranda says, <laughs> Miranda's so brutal this whole episode, but Miranda was like, I was thinking the complete opposite, Gordo. Have you lost your mind? She can't go out with Larry Tudgeman. <laughs> She's like, Tudgeman? You know, it's funny. Like, 
I don't know if this statement would hold up for films that are coming out right now. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just trying to take like a mental inventory of like romantic stories from any time span in the past, two that repeat over and over again. One is the ugly dorky dude gets the hot chick. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the underdog, but he like gets the hot chick. And then the other one is the the hot dude finds out that the dorky girl was actually hot at the end of the movie. <laughs> right, right. And both mm-hmm. these scenarios are still, they're gross, right? Mm-hmm. Both of them are, are, are messed up where it's like, it's that thing. It's like, everybody just really wants like the dude to get the girl. And it's like, mm-hmm. just fucking relax. Like, I was thinking about it too, though. Same thing, what you're kind of saying. I was thinking about movies and shows and blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking how it is kind of a common theme you always see, which is why I think people have a hard time dealing with it in real life. But, oh, keep chasing her. Keep going. Even if she rejects you, keep going. You know what I mean? Like, oh, does she have a ring on her finger? No. So, you know, it's not over yet. And it's like, I'm guilty of liking some of those stories for sure. You know, Um, I'm guilty of probably like saying that to people, you know, like, um, but yeah, I just think it does kind of perpetuate this problem we have now where, yeah, if it's like, if a girl or woman says no, you know, that doesn't really mean no. It means you just keep trying. Yeah. And, and you, know? you know what? Like, there's probably also a scenario that's like, okay and safe where you continue to have feelings for someone. Right. No, for sure for but, sure it doesn't always have to be like ugly or bad but. yeah but it, it doesn't mean that you keep pursuing right right it could be like natural if it happens which we've seen it happened to some of our really good friends <laughs> oh yeah mm-hmm. they have they have a total movie i know i always i've always think that i'm like they, someone should write that movie we love you, Kelly and Carrie Ann. <laughs> well, I think they basically did already. But they should be—they should be in the movie though, because they're both very beautiful. Mm, yeah. I don't know if they could act though, but I have no idea if they could <laughs> act. I'm just saying, like they're both—you know—they're already—they're—they're they're Hollywood, you know. Can Carrie Ann sing? She can, yeah, actually. What if it was a musical? No, they wouldn't do a musical. It'd be cute. I would love it, but they're not going to... No, Kelly wouldn't want to do a musical. Well, I know he wouldn't want to, but <laughs> so what? I, it's, it's, that's not the scenario we're talking about here. We're in control of them in this movie. Can it be a musical? Yeah, I would want that. Okay, sick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, but yeah, that was kind of like a natural like progression. Like, you know, their kind of story was kind of sweet like that. So I'm like, yeah, I don't believe like, you know, anything like that is bad. But I'm just saying there is this, there's just all these things that make this stuff kind of scary, you realize, for women yeah. in life. You know what I mean? All these, in like we're saying, kind of movies and stuff kind of add to that and so yeah so i'm saying like if shows like this i watched this as a young girl and was like oh yeah you know (laughs) that's what you do (laughs) if this was a grown-up movie it would be called how to get a stalker okay okay no you said it yourself larry tudgman is a nice guy and he handles this stuff pretty well i know he's a nice guy because it's disney saying if it was a (laughs) grown-up okay 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 all right i want to move on because yeah 
So, so anyway, <laughs> Matt and Mr. McGuire are racing their car, and he jumps it off a hill. So Lizzie tells Miranda, it's just one dumb date. Gordo says, one dumb date for Lizzie, but one giant date for every boy who has ever been dissed by a girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah, I don't know. It's like the other geeks and like the fucking dwarf lord club are gonna like celebrate tudgeman's date so then and then miranda says so she's the hero and then she says suggestion make sure larry takes you where no one will see you especially kate and lizzie says miranda and then miranda says trust me this could ruin your social status for like ever wait did lizzie already say yes to tudgeman not yet so they're She's just, just talking to They're them. plotting this thing out yeah. already? Yes. Can I finish this scene here? Well, I didn't see Two the, seconds I later, I was going to say the next scene where she calls him. Okay, anyways. Inner Lizzie says, I didn't know I had social status. Now it's going to be ruined. So you, you messed that up. I was supposed to say the Miranda line and then the inner Lizzie line together because they went together. No, it's still good. Okay, anyways. You crushed it. Next scene. Lizzie's at home. Uh, you know. Anyways, sorry. Next scene, Lizzie's calling Larry Tudgeman. He answers, and she stays quiet at first. <laughs> and he says, Lizzie? He's like, I have caller ID. <laughs> and then your <laughs> Lizzie is, like, on this, like, stone phone, like, made of rock. She's like, sometimes I wish I lived in the Stone Age. <laughs> and then Lizzie, she's like, oh, right, or something. And she says... Or she asks if he's still available for the date on Sunday. He puts his phone to his chest and says, Tudge rules. Then he jumps and shouts, Tudge rules. Wow, wow. And he's like shouting and stuff. And Lizzie says, okay, I guess that's a yes. And she hangs up. And then he like gets back on the phone. And he's like, hello. <laughs> She's gone. <laughs> okay, so apparently now it's Sunday afternoon because Lizzie is in a different outfit. She's pacing the floor by the front door. Mom is there. Lizzie, Lizzie is saying she can't believe she's doing this or she's going to do this. The mom reassures her she's going to have a great time. The doorbell rings. Uh, they go to answer thinking it's Larry, but it's Gordo. <laughs> I love this whole part. Lizzie's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> he says, oh, I wanted to make sure you were actually going to go through with this. And she gestures to the door and she's like, goodbye. <laughs> and then Gordo like looks in the backyard and he sees the dad and Matt working on the speed racer. Oh, cool racer. So he decides to get involved and he like goes in the back. The doorbell rings again. So Lizzie goes to answer it. Larry walks in looking cute and some harp music is playing. Lizzie is surprised. Yeah. Tudgeman put on a, what, a, a black polo shirt. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. He's spruced up. Yeah. The mom tells him he looks handsome. He says he's wearing his weekend shirt. Oh, yes. nice. And then he hands the mom so, flowers. So Lizzie wouldn't know about weekend touchmen. Nope. Because she only sees him <laughs> at school. Wow. There's this whole new side of touchmen. It's a good thing that uh, Lizzie is going on this date to find this stuff out. Then he hands the mom flowers. <laughs> I can't with you. What? I can't with you. 
uh, Inner Lizzie comments how sweet, or like how that was sweet that he gave her flower, the mom flowers. And she says, he actually looks cute. And she says, is this the, she says, is this the Tudge? Then Larry Tudgeman says to the mom, he says, I had to battle alien forces in my garden to capture those for you. <laughs> the flowers. <laughs> and then Inner Lizzie, like she's holding the flowers and then they all like explode. And she's like, yeah, it's the Tudge. Like all the petals like fall off. Anyways. Then Larry Tudgeman sees the racer and he goes to check it out in the backyard. <laughs> and he tells the guys something that'll make the racer faster. The dad goes to give him a high five, but Larry turns it down because he doesn't want to get grease on his hands before his date. Okay, so now we're on the date. Power move on the dad, right? <laughs> yeah. So now we're on the date. Lizzie, or sorry, Larry Tudgeman has taken Lizzie to the, a science museum. Lizzie is happy no one will know who, uh, no one will know her there, or, sorry. Lizzie's happy no one she knows will see her there. And then Larry Tudgeman says, like, they're, now they're walking inside, and he has his arm around her, and he's like, isn't this the coolest place on earth? Okay, so now I'm going to play this song for a minute. I'm excited about this. So we have a montage of them at the museum, and a really fun little song plays. I have to play it because people who have Disney Plus aren't going to hear it. Um, the song is called, sorry, the song is called I Want to Be Your Boyfriend by the, by Larry Tudgeman, by the, the Rubinos, R-U-B-I-N-O-O-S, Rubinos, it's like Rubinos, anyway, I I don't know, I'm I'm staying out of this one, so imagine, imagine they're on this day and we're seeing them like walk around the science museum and then this song's playing. Ooh, they say, gonna make you love me before I'm done. See, look, it's even in songs. Okay, anyway. So, but I do like that song. It's super catchy. So if you have Disney+, Plus, uh, they don't have that on there. So <laughs> I wanted to play the Ridge on this episode. Damn, the scoop. So Inner Lizzie says she's actually having fun with Larry Tudgeman at a science museum. She says, is this an alternate reality? All right, more B story, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so now uh, Larry and Lizzie are walking into a big, like, human heart diagram. Is that what you want to call it? No. What do you call it? It's, it's like a giant model. Model. Sorry, I was like, what's the freaking word? Yeah, it's a human heart model, and they're inside of it. And he tells her some facts about the heart. Um, Lizzie tells him he has so much knowledge, and he explains himself so well. He says he uh, he's very intrigued about the world around him. He says he likes what he likes, and he doesn't care about what other people think. And then he says, boy bands are a trend. The circulatory system is forever. Uh, and your Lizzie says, who's the dork? I freak if I wear the wrong shoes. Then she tells him, um, thanks for a great day. And this part's just kind of funny. I included it. The heart starts sirening. Like, or like a siren starts going off. And then Larry is like, uh-oh, I think he's having a heart attack. <laughs> 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 
but he says it more casual than that. It's pretty funny. Larry Tudge was actually pretty funny in this whole episode, like little bits. Anyway, it's like brilliant acting from the guy. Anyway, so I'm sad I'm not knowing his name at the moment, but I should have looked that up. Okay, so now... Terry Ludgman? <laughs> okay, so school hallway next day. Um, uh, Miranda's in shock and doesn't believe Lizzie that she had fun. Lizzie assures her she did. Um, she also says this gives her some karma points to be redeemed on the boy of her choosing. And Miranda says, like, oh, now you can go out with Ethan Kraft. And Miranda, um, or then Lizzie's like, well, maybe I need, just, I need to get the courage to talk to him first. And then Miranda, um, they see Ethan Kraft, so Miranda tries to get her to go talk to him. Uh, so right as Lizzie is approaching him, Larry Tudrin swoops on her. With his arms wrapped around her, he says, I can't believe you're my girlfriend. I'm the luckiest man alive. Okay, so the next scene is Gordo, Miranda, Lizzie walking through the halls. Lizzie's saying she's not Larry Tudrin's girlfriend. Uh, Miranda asks if she said something. Okay, I actually like this little moment because I'm like, here you go. Here's some more truth. So Miranda asks if she said something to make him think that. Lizzie says, I told him he was nice. And Miranda says, well, there you go. <laughs> so true. Great. And she's like, he's just used to being blatantly rejected. <laughs> so true, though. I've had boys think I like them because I was nice. Like, and I said things, you know what I mean? Like, you know, and it's like, it means I have a crush. It means I like you just because I, like, said just a generic, like, kind of sort of compliment, I guess like you're nice <laughs> okay anyway um gordo okay so gordo tells lizzie like she can't keep avoiding him he's telling the whole school that she's his girlfriend miranda says well we gotta nip that in the butt deny 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 <laughs> and then gordo says that's such a kate move it would only it would only embarrass him in front of the whole school then lizzie suggests doing the opposite of kate she says, what if she just goes out with Larry Tudgman? She says, or pretend that she's going out with him. They ask her to explain. <laughs> she says she'll fake go out with him for a day and then fake break up with him. Gordo likes this plan. Um, Miranda says that's social destruction. <laughs> Lizzie says she'll, she'll take that risk. She doesn't want him to get hurt. But Lizzie tells them they have to keep this quiet. So right now, Lizzie assumes Gosh. that most people don't know that their boyfriend, like they're together or something. But right when she says that, Kate gets on the intercom of the whole school and announces that Larry and Lizzie are the hottest new pair. So now we know that everyone knows or thinks that they're together. So now another montage plays of basically Lizzie pretending to be Larry's girlfriend at school. So it's like her, like there's just a bunch of little different scenes of them kind of interacting in a way where it, clearly he likes her and thinks that they're together and she's just kind of trying to get through. Another good song plays that I will play a little clip of and it is called Get Another Boyfriend by Backstreet Boys.
<laughs> I'm loving this. Gosh. Yeah, there's no way that that is on Disney Plus. Backstreet Boys, they definitely would be getting some good royalties on that, probably. So you know they took that shit off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not a really old song. Like the video, did you see that? It looked all weird and old on Spotify. Uh, I could just see hands sticking <laughs> okay. up. Um, see this one little thing where the, uh, Larry Tudgman there's like so while that song is playing and this montage is going there's a funny clip of him like he's like has like a, puts a pin on Lizzie's jack or jacket I guess and then he points to it and it makes her look down and he does that thing where he like you know strokes her nose when she looks down and she just is like <laughs> so then he's like laughing and then he like looks at the camera and he's just like <laughs> I can't sorry the podcast is it really yeah help? nobody knows what the hell that means <laughs> it was like a very like office moment like he there's a couple times where he like looks at the camera this episode and it's really funny and the timing is funny <laughs> and they like never do that in this show so it cracks me up that he does it multiple times this episode hmm. but anyway all right so now we're in pe class miranda tells lizzie if she didn't know any better she would think her and larry are going out Lizzie says, let's hope the breakup is just as convincing. She doesn't want to lead him on anymore. Coach Kelly announces there'll be ballroom dancing, so she tells the ladies to pick their partners. Kate sprints to Ethan. Miranda goes to Gordo. And then Larry goes to Lizzie and puts his arm around her. The best part of this scene is the Larry reveal when he, like, shows up on the gym room floor and he's got like a fucking knee brace on. Does he have a knee brace on? <laughs> yeah, he's got I don't some. Think I that. He's got some crap on. I know uh, that they make him look a little dorkier than everyone else. Like his shirt's tucked in, and he's wearing like high white socks. Yeah. And no one else is doing that. Yeah, but he's he's got like an old person like Weird. cloth knee brace on. Oh gosh, I need to check that out. <laughs> um, okay, so while they're dancing, um, L- Lizzie tells Larry to meet her at the lunch patio after school. This part's annoying. He's like, can't get enough of me, huh? I'm like, oh, God. Anyway. And then she goes, right. <laughs> then Larry says, oh, this is another thing, though, like that interaction right there where I'm like, yep, another oblivious boy. Like, it's just so... Anyway, sorry. This is why I'm like, we have to raise Cooper to just not be like this at all. Anyway. So... Larry Tudgman says they're the coolest couple there in the PE class. And then he sees Ethan, like, do a dip with Kate while they're dancing. So he says, hey, let's do that. And he, like, abruptly tries to, like, spin Lizzie out and do a dip, which he makes her fall. Um, (laughs) There's a lot of Cooper artwork here now. Badass. No more. (laughs) No. Um... And then Larry says, oh, I'm so sorry, princess. <laughs> and then inner Lizzie says, now I've put my life in danger to do the right thing. <laughs> so, okay, now we're, it's after school. We're on the lunch patio tables. Um, like, that's where Larry and Lizzie are sitting. Sorry. Larry Tudgeman says, yesterday I was just the Tudge. Today I'm La Touge. And then he looks at her and he says, I'm a boyfriend. Then inner Lizzie says, stop before you break my heart. <laughs> then Lizzie says, yeah, you're awesome. But um, I got to tell you the truth. I don't really think this relationship is working out for me. 
I just don't think we have enough chemistry to go steady, you know? Then she hands him back the pin he had given her. Larry tells her, you're right, we're living a lie. <laughs> he says, I mean, I need a girlfriend who's, in, who's into astrophysics and amphibian skeletal systems and rotisserie baseball. And then he laughs. And she kind of laughs too. She says, you're right. And I need a boyfriend who's into, and she's like thinking for a sec, and he kind of like perks up and looks at her, and she's like, stuff, stuff, like into stuff. <laughs> and then inner Lizzie says, maybe I should develop some interest. <laughs> and then she says, then I could join a club and meet a boy there. Then Larry says, and this is actually this, like, this is like a sweet moment. So Larry says, you know, I truly mean this. Today was the best day of my life. And Lizzie McGuire, you are the nicest person that I know. And then Inner Lizzie, Inner Lizzie says something about her mom being right about strange boys and weird packages. Or sorry, great boys and we- strange packages. Then Lizzie says, Larry Tudgman, out there there is someone really special for you. And he says, well, coming from my ex, I know that means a lot. And then they laugh together. Then Larry says, so you think I have a chance with Miranda? <laughs> Lizzie laughs and shakes her head and puts her palm on her face. And then he, like, turns to the camera again and just, like, shrugs. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. <laughs> um, yeah. So, there you go. Brutal noodle. Cheese and crust. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, uh, what I was saying about me liking the episode, I like the episode partly because of the music uh, that I talk about. But uh, other part, because I did like seeing Larry not the nerdy guy that they all talk shit on at school. It was kind of nice to see him in a different light, and I liked that that was brought out in this episode. So I always appreciated it, because it's like, yeah, see, he's pretty cool, actually, and she's admitting that, you know? Um, but yeah, no, it's like now watching it, I'm like, ooh, this is this is tough. Like I said, we already addressed it, but man, and you know, like I said, I mean, this is a thing I struggle with still today, to be completely honest. It's like just feeling like you just always got to be super crazy nice to like not upset anybody, you know, and especially men. Like I find myself being like that more so with men. I think a part of that is being scared, you know, and then uh, a part of it is just not liking to hurt people's feelings in any way, shape, or form, you know? Yeah. The the decent human thing is to care about people's feelings. But you're absolutely right. The difference is that, you know, beyond caring about somebody's feelings, there's not a lot of consequence for a dude to dump, like, a girl or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And the, the reverse is just not true all the time yeah i think that idea of kind of dating to figure out if you like someone is bullshit yeah like i just i don't buy into that i think i think people have pretty good radar about who they might be interested in i i i think it's kind of bullshit to be like yeah this person i've known you know, even as an acquaintance for years, like I'm going to be blindsided, you know, by, oh, I'm totally into them. So right. no fucking bullshit. I think, I think people would 
half a sense of that way ahead. And so, you know, getting like even partially into a relationship or anything like to figure out if you like them is so stupid. And so Miss McGuire, I'm like, fuck you. Like (laughs) that is such shitty advice. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And her being, yeah. You know, if it's like, let's say, let's say in, in a healthy planet where people don't attack people, some stranger is like, Hey, I'd like to get to know you. Let's get coffee or something. That's the scenario where you kind of have to decide, like, yeah, I'm going to spend time with this person to figure out if, yeah. if I'm yes, interested. Because they're a too. stranger. I was going to say that, too. I think we're talking about people you know a little bit. And I want to say, like, there's nothing wrong with dating people, dating around and stuff, like, to figure things out. But that is... But the, I'm thinking in the context of you don't really know them and yeah, you're you figuring you that out. you don't know them. Yeah. But know? like this situation, like we're saying with Lizzie, she's known this guy in school for years. She's pretty fucking aware that she doesn't yeah. like him. She doesn't have to I figure I mean, the thing that's out. like frustrating too is the mom straight up says, I can't tell you what to do with the boy that likes you who you don't like. Like the mom says who you don't like. Right. And then she says, but nobody likes to be rejected. And it's like, really? That was the, you're, you're more caught up on this boy you don't know, like, or you kind of know from your daughter's school, yeah, getting his feelings hurt than your daughter's feelings on the matter, which is that she doesn't like him. And you're saying that out loud that you know she doesn't like him because Lizzie made that very clear to you that she doesn't like him. You know what I mean? Anyways, it's just like, yeah, the whole scene is kind of like, pretty lame to me actually which sucks because i really like a lot of the mom moments usually in the show the mom's pretty on point with a lot of things and i just like like of course they wrote this shit for her because it's just such a yeah like i said this stuff probably more started changing in the last few years where people are like actually (laughs) you don't have to do that um but anyways yeah it's a it's a bummer but Anywho, in other news, we all had the stomach flu this week, and we're all finally recovered. More or less. More or less, yeah. Coop and I are a little salty at Ryan, who started it. I'm salty at some mystery human. I know. I have no fucking clue how I got it. I know, I know. Yeah. But Ryan got it first earlier this week, and then Cooper got it probably, what, like, a day and a half later, two days later, and then I got it like a day and a half later. <laughs> um, and so it like literally was like, boop, boop, boop. but like luckily it kind of worked out to where you were like recovering, like at least both of us weren't out at the same time. Yeah. So it kind of worked out to where you had it first and I could be the parent that was fine with Cooper. Mm-hmm. And then you were basically good when I got it. Um, so you could help Cooper and I. Yeah, and, and just so everybody knows, um, when Cooper was at his sickest, he barfed on Chelsea. And uh, it's possible that she had already gotten the bug before then, but if she didn't, he gave it to her real good. Mm-hmm. Just barfed straight on her. I know, but it was kind of sweet, though, because he kept, like, put, like, all day, like, not all day, probably that last hour before he did that, he kept reaching his little arms up at me and wanted me to hold him. I know. And so I, I should, like, I, we've never had dealt with this kind of thing with him before, so we didn't really know what was going on. We just kind of thought, 
like we didn't really know we didn't know he had a stomach flu we didn't really quite yeah so yeah he just kept wanting to be held which i wasn't really thinking much of it i, I kept holding him like I'll, but you know while i was getting ready i'd maybe put him down for a little bit and then i'd pick him back up again but i was like man he's like really just really wants me to hold him um and then i was like getting ready like i was about to walk out the door for work and he wanted me to hold him and i was holding him and he was like resting his little head on me and then i was basically saying goodbye and just like all yeah. over i was like he's throwing up and then, like, and then i ran to the bathroom with him and then my clothes were just covered like literally my it was like my, my shirt it was like so wet with barf it was like sticking to me because the shirt was like kind of thin it was a lot of barf it was a lot of barf it was, as far as little little bitty body I was like, oh my gosh it just like, um but yeah it was really sad <laughs> um yeah and you did the same thing the next day yeah yeah in the same outfit because we washed my outfit right away yeah and then i wore it again the next day because i was gonna wear it to work because i didn't i ended up not wearing it obviously to work that night so Mm -hmm. uh yeah and stupid me i went to work like basically um i went to work the night he threw up on me um, which now we're thinking in retrospect, I should not have. Um, but I was telling Ryan, like, I felt totally fine. So it felt weird to, like, not go in. But anyways. Um, and that's just one of those things where it, it would make sense for your work to be like, okay. Don't, don't come in. Don't come in. Because yeah. whether you have it right now or not, like, it's in, your, it's in it. your house. Don't yeah. bring it here to everybody else. Yeah. That's one of those bum out things where it's like. There's there's not like a great culture around like oh god taking yeah. your sick days, you know. Don't people it, say that has to do with capitalism? <laughs> I guess yeah, I'm I'm sure that plays into it. I I think like the cultural part is maybe like a little more subtle under the surface than that, where it's like it's cool to be tough, you know. It's cool to prove that like you can still do it even though you're sick, you know, like you're, you're a badass because like you were sick, but you got the job done, right. you know, that's not how I ever think of it when I, I feel like I just have to, so I don't let people down, but not because I care about looking like a badass. I just don't want people to be disappointed in me if I call out. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> another way to look at it, but I think, which I, is how I felt that night. I was like, Oh, I got to go in. I got to like do these things, you know, mm-hmm. don't want to like bum my boss out. Don't want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or it would have been nice if they said, like, no, don't come in. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. Maybe maybe uh, we're just reflecting uh, this episode. <laughs> male-female stereotypes. Yes, yes, actually. I was going to say, this is, um, yep. <laughs> anyway, that Chelsea. That is a very woman thing. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying, everything is very female. Chelsea got barfed on twice. Yes, and then I barfed my all the contents of my body and felt like i was actually gonna die at some point (laughs) yeah yeah that was horrible yeah but for the record i i never barfed i just had 24 hours of diarrhea (laughs) and i was jealous of that i had i was like while i was barfing i was like please god just let me be have diarrhea like i I don't want to barf anymore (laughs) Okay, anyways, that's our, like, pathetic little story for that. Yeah, we all we all got the sick. <laughs> yes, that was, and it was, like, so sad because it was right after his birthday. So, I, I was like, Ugh, like, what a way to, <laughs> yeah. it's like, last weekend we were celebrating, and this weekend we're dying. 
Mm-hmm. Well, actually, quicker than the weekend. It was just literally days after. But anyway. Um, okay. Well, thanks for listening. And thanks for doing this with me, Ryan. You're welcome. Thanks for setting up. Sorry, I was still taking notes. No problem. Sorry, last little comment. I'm surprised Gordo is like so not woke on this episode. Normally he's like way more. They even had Gordo going along with this this whole thing. Did you notice that? Well, yeah, because he's, th- he's, he's kind the of like, same as yes, Tudgeman. Yes, so for sure, for sure. You know? So yeah, he's like, this he's, is a win for us. Yeah, he's not going to get it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, well, yeah. Sorry about this potentially kind of heavy bummer episode (laughs) that was supposed to be fun but yeah hey boys nobody owes you anything (laughs) and just be kind anyway how about that huh yes and ladies if you don't like him that's okay just kick him in the balls (laughs) how about that um yeah we need to really switch roles here yeah okay anytime that tudge rolls up just Mm -hmm. kick him in the nards All right, well, this has been Chelsea. And Ryan. And like Gordo says, I'd rather be a good person than than look good in a picture.